Hola, y'all. Welcome back to another episode of Wicked Huercas. I'm Cece. I'm Dulce. And today we're going to talk about what fun looked like for us growing up in a small, small town with little to no entertainment. Talking about entertainment, Dulce, I saw that you went hiking this weekend. I did. I went hiking with my roommate. Where did you guys go hiking? Well, we went to a little trail called Stone Door. It's around like an hour and a half away from us. Um, and it was really cute. I've been to Stone Door before. It's nice. It's by Brushaba Springs up in the mountain. Lots of great places to hike, I will say. Did you like it? You're not much of a hiking person. How long was the trail? Was it hard? I'm not much of an outside person. We'll start off with that. It was it was fine the entire time until the end, until I realized how much I didn't like being outside. Well, what happened at the end? I don't remember it much, but I know that it's called Stone Door because once you get to kind of the top, you walk down these stairs and it's like a door. Like there's it's it, like the way it's formed, it's like in between, I guess, a hallway or something, right? Yeah, it's very Greek mythology, like going into the underworld kind of thing. Because it's like these very tiny dark steps and then you get out and it's just like sun. It wasn't that hard until the very end, obviously, um, because I have no skills as a human, uh, no balance or anything. We got to the end and I realized I have no upper body strength. I have no leg strength. I couldn't get back up. It was a struggle. Robin had to help me. She had to hold my water bottle while I looked like a wild animal trying to climb myself back up. Well, you were also, I saw the pictures, you were wearing Converse. Yes. Mistake um, number one. Yeah. Uh, so my other tennis shoes were completely covered in mud and just didn't feel like cleaning them. Like they were like caked on with mud. Why? And Where I did you like, go? Moms. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. That's, that's it. That's I all mean, we have to know. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. Down um, in the country. So I wore Converse, which are black, my black Converse, which are completely falling apart anyways. And yeah. the rest was just a stylistic choice. Yeah, I mean, loved it. Loved the jacket that you hand painted and all that. You know, it's funny. We were talking about this earlier. We never went hiking growing up. And you were saying Robin was like, we go hiking all the time. Yeah, she was telling me the story. She was like, yeah, when we were younger, we used to go hiking all the time. And I told her, Robin. When we were younger, we went to the mall every Saturday. Like, these are not the same things. <laughs> you can expect me to have your skills. Like, it's not like we went walking or we just never did anything outdoorsy. Well, I was saying it was hard for us to do anything outdoorsy. Just one, we weren't the personality type to be outdoors in general. Like, that's just not us. And two, it's hard to do outdoorsy things when you had like a small child, aka me, and then also grandma. I would say maybe like three or four summers where we went to Fall Creek Falls yeah. at least once. And the furthest we got was to the picnic area, though. <laughs> well, for those who don't know what Fall Creek Falls are, they're this, I think it's a state park, right? In, yeah. um, I think it's Spencer, Tennessee. And, you know, we'd have like a little picnic and there's that suspending bridge over the, um, like they're like twin falls. I'm definitely the outdoorsy type, but I didn't get to start doing that really until college. I guess when I met Mario and we were able to just, we like hiking and stuff. But that brings us to this. What did we do? <laughs> what do you do when you're in the middle of nowhere? Don't say, what are some things that you 
remember doing as a child for fun, which I guess we should set the scene, right? We lived in a very, very small town. I don't really know how many people it has right now. Okay, it's telling me by the U.S. Census Bureau that since 2019, where we lived, had around 4,711 people. Why did I know that number? I literally knew that number, but I was afraid to say it. Well, I'm sure there's other people out there listening that grew up in even smaller places than that. But, I, you know, it's hard to believe, though. Yeah, hard to believe, but I'm sure there are. But to some people, it's like, oh, 4,000 something odd people. That's nothing. That's um, like a high school to them. Right. It's like a high school. Oh, my God. It really is like a high school to some people. Yeah. What do you remember doing as as a child? Being very, very young. Obviously, we didn't go outside because, ew, gross. Why would we? Also, in the it summer, would... it got so hot and sticky. And we... Like, why would you want to be outside? And where we lived was close-ish to a creek. And so you get the mosquitoes. Yeah. And, and then the, the garden snakes. Yeah, the garden snakes that... I just... No. You know the you know all the uh, memories I have of the grandma or an uncle trying to kill a snake, snake with, yeah. with a piedra because it was about to attack them. <laughs> yeah. Or like, I... do you remember that one time? You know how there was like that big. We had that big tree, um, in the front by the fence, and the snake fell off of it. No, because I was inside. I remember that happened, but I was inside. So scary. So um, for most of my early childhood, I would just stay inside, pretend to be on Project Runway, you know, the whole deal. If we did go outside, it was to the park to have picnics, in quotations, which means just sit at a bench in the park and eat Cheetos. And and pizza. (laughs) Yeah, it took me a long time to realize that that wasn't just, that wasn't regular picnics. It's like, oh wait, everybody doesn't go to the park and eat Cheetos and Mountain Dew. And I really can't remember a lot of things that we would do. Like besides like the regular ones of like go to football games, play uh, whatever Waffle Boy Jungle Adventure and listen oh my to Kelly Clarkson's Breakaway. You know, there was the one time when you got into soccer. So <laughs> that so you did soccer stuff. There was that one time that Allie got into basketball, but they call it something else like rec- junior pro, junior pro. <laughs> Like, I'm not yeah, competitive that's... when it comes to sports. I don't think any of us are. No, I hated playing soccer because I just didn't like the confrontation. Well, I mean, let's start with the fact that to do anything that's mildly entertaining. You know, if you wanted to drive to the kind of crappy theater, you drove like 20, 25 minutes, 30 minutes. But if you want to go yeah. to the, like, the nicer movie theater, you have to drive like 45. And then on the weekends when we went to go do something it would be like going out to eat going to ross and then that was it maybe like when they opened that one michoacana style paleteria then after shopping you would go get a mangonada or something it was like the time of your life like wow we're really living it that was the height of my mexicanness because i was like this is as mexican as i will ever get like just going to the michoacana because but I it wasn't even a michoacana for... chain it was like another local brand. one yeah, yeah. but like I remember you and mom were like, yes, Michoacana, I love it. Brings back memories, whatever. And I was like, well, I guess this is Mexico, Michoacana. You know, now I think now that I'm older, I'm like, I'm so glad that I'm an adult <laughs> and, you know, was able to explore so many things because our pa- obviously, you know, our parents kind of only explored whatever we explored first, right? So we were like, hey, let's go eat at this new place. Like we went out to eat 
with school like we went on a field trip and we ate here let's go here and they're like oh okay we like it then we ate there for like a million times or like hey like I was going to the beach for the first time it wasn't until I went to the beach that I was like hey I went to this place we should go and then they were like okay and I kind of led the way so it's always been like that going to the beach was such a monumental moment for us that was us truly breaking out of our shell it really was because you know all your friends growing up are like oh we went to the beach this summer and I'm like I stayed indoors and ate a lot <laughs> and watched yeah. novelas and went to a few carne asadas where all I ate was grilled chicken rice and beans with tortillas all summer yeah that's literally what it was like going to the beach was literally like a huge moment for us and I was in middle school like I was like in eighth grade now they can't stop us from <laughs> going anywhere can't stop us. now we're adults so we eat wherever we want and we go hike where we want did you even have a real Mexican childhood in the U.S. if you didn't own five different pieces of poorly made clothing all from the same fabric at Ross um but I will say I some of my the most compliments I've gotten have been from Ross like clothes from Ross or dad's closet hashtag childhood memories <laughs> please don't ever use a hashtag in real life ever again. <laughs> millennial versus are, are you you're not a millennial are you what are you I'm a Gen Zer Gen Zer millennial versus Gen Zer Anyways, you know, I, I agree, you know, you have to do all these things. And when you can't drive and you're in middle school or high school, uh, I mean, I, you know, I didn't really, I didn't get a license and I wasn't able to get a license until like the last few weeks of high school, because that's when I got DACA. But, you know, before that time, I ha we had to rely on friends and stuff to take us. The biggest things was going to a football game on a Friday night. First of all, we're going to start off that mom and dad didn't let me go to football games when I was in elementary school because they were convinced I was going to get kidnapped, right? They were always convinced I was going to get kidnapped no matter where we went. But I remember, <laughs> sorry, like it's really triggering me. We would go and drop you and Allie off and I would drive back with mom. And for it, this one particular year was the year that Bleeding Love by Leona Lewis came out and that's all I would listen to I hated <laughs> that song so much and every time we would drop you guys off at a football game which was literally once a week that freaking song came on and you looked out the window wishing you could also go to the local Friday night football game <laughs> no not even that like I just wanted to get like Sonic and maybe watch a movie at home. But mom's like, we can't get Sonic. We already ate. Stop eating. Oh my God. <laughs> but can we talk about Sonic? You know, Sonic was one of the many places, <laughs> one of the few places we had to eat. Sonic after school with your friends. There was a bit where we literally went every day after school. Like, just want to go get a drink at Sonic. And we would just sit in the car. But, you know, there was a time like when we had first arrived to the U.S. where Sonic was too expensive. Like if you went, you got a drink. But if you were trying to get real food, um, I don't think so. You can't have the nice burgers. You have to go to McDonald's and get your one dollar chick. What are the chicken McChickens? Yeah, don't bring up that word. Uh, there's a lot of trauma with that word in my uh, friendship group um, because they made fun of me because, oh, because you, know how, well, you know, like McChicken or Mac chicken. Yeah, because when obviously 
when you're someone who speaks in a different language, you're going to pronounce things differently. And mom used to say Mac chicken. So when I ordered at McDonald's, I would say Mac chicken because it was just ingrained in me. And one day after a concert, we went to McDonald's and I was like, can you guys just get me a Mac chicken? And they made fun of me so hard. But also like, I'm always going to call them Mac chickens, even though I don't eat them anymore, but I used to stuff my face with them. Mick chicken just sounds like a Mickey D's. Ooh, like who says that? Anything else sounds weird to me, but there was, that was cause of so much bullying. <laughs> I can't even. <laughs> I mean, there was a time where like that, you know, Sonic, going to Sonic, I used to love their, um their dinner box, I think. Oh, that was my favorite. The chicken tenders, the onion rings, the Texas toast, Texas toast. and the gravy. Me and Megan used to go to um, Dairy Queen to get the chicken strip basket. Uh, also a classic. The same thing. Like I said, you know, Friday night, the only thing throughout the year or throughout the school year was football games. You know, the local high school football game. And you go with your friends and you barely watch the game. You just hang out with whatever kind of drama going on. I don't want to watch the game. No one wants to actually watch the if you care about the high school football game, like, who are you? <laughs> like, if you actually, like, no, I just wanted to go and walk around because that's what everybody else was doing. But I had to sit down with mom in the stands and just actually sit there. <laughs> yeah, but then literally, like, if it wasn't that, you know, what were you going to do? There was literally nothing else to do. That's why people have, like, drink so much. <laughs> or, like, yeah. how many, like, house parties and stuff, there's literally nothing to do. By the time you get out of the game, it's like nine or half of the places to eat are closed. So where do you go? Except McDonald's. McDonald's. Maybe you can go to the one of the Mexican restaurants, but they might, you know, they're going to close within 45 minutes or so. So nothing, and then nothing's open. So what do you do? You know, with my, when we had, I had a lot of sleepovers. Um, I wasn't allowed to sleep over at people's once or twice, but it was usually the same two friends. Um, but that didn't really happen till like late middle school, early high school. What else are you going to do when you can't drive and you're kind of be like one of those like big town kids where you're going to take like your parents are like, you can take the bus or you can take the subway and, and go hang out or whatever. You can go watch movies. You can't even do that. You can't even get dropped off at the movie theater unless your parents okay with driving 45 minutes. We didn't want to go out and do the school things. So we just thought it was boring. So we would just go over to like each other's house and watch movies. That's why we got really into movies in high school because there was nothing else to do. In the summer, um, what do you do in the summer unless you, you know, have a job and if you could even find a job? What do you do in the summer? Lots of people went to the lake and got drunk. You know, I wasn't that kind of person. So, you know, maybe I went to the lake every now and then, but I was kind of scared of swimming in the lake because I've been scared by our parents. <laughs> that whole fear that was incited by mom and dad, like, was still with me when I went hiking. Like, I got to the edge of a little cliff or whatever, and the voice was just like, you need to stay 10 feet away. You're going to get hurt. Like all of that messaging that they had trained <laughs> me to do. Like grandma's voice was in my head. Like, you're going to die. Like, stop. And literally, <laughs> I could see Robin making fun of me hardcore. What It's like very cult-like in their messaging. <laughs> it was that strong. So they did a good job. <laughs> they definitely kept us from not hurting ourselves, but... It's a mix of like the typical Latina, Mexican, like, oh, thinking of the worst. But then it's also like, we don't know what this is, you know? So 
we're just not we're gonna be careful not help you or not let you do it like going to the lake what are you gonna do with the lake or hiking yeah. we're gonna go walk in the woods like is i feel like even the direct translation or interpretation of hiking just doesn't no. make sense like when i would tell mom we're hiking i'd be like we're gonna go walking and they're like why <laughs> like why would you do that such yeah. a waste of your time there's like the typical country stuff that you do that we just never did because we weren't those kind of people and i honestly didn't have those kind of friends you know mm-hmm. going four-wheeling i didn't have a four-wheeler we were and, poor um also mudding dulce do you want to explain what mudding is or mudding well after it rains um quick science lesson um everything gets soaked in water and so you get a lot of mud <laughs> in case you didn't know that um and people do this where they just go out in their car out in big fields and drive around in circles until their car gets covered completely in mud yeah that's a real thing i'm not making that up hunting obviously i never went hunting ew could you imagine us going hunting but kids did it and they'd bring their jerky to school right i don't think i ever tried someone's jerky (laughs) (laughs) Go to the Hardy's parking lot. The Hardy's parking lot. The what you would call country folk, uh, specifically the high school Rednecks. people from <laughs> FFA, um, would sit there in their trucks out <laughs> on the Hardy's parking lot and just sit there and talk. Did they yes. actually buy food? I don't know, but they would just sit there. Every now and then they might play music. Every now and then they might press the gas on their trucks and let all the smoke come out in the back and I'm not sure why people do that but if you pass by you knew they were there on a Friday night or Saturday night not even the way you describe it just describing it in general we went with Mario's mom to this like um, fabric store and the guy kept talking to us and wondering where we were from and asking questions and I'm like I don't, I don't want to do this. I just want to get my stuff and go. But they will literally tell me their entire like family backstory and everything about their children. And I'm like, I don't know who you are. And I think you have me confused for my sister. But then also I think there's a difference, you know, in the kind of talk, like some actually like being nice and like kidding around and kind of talk, like just being friendly. We're both in line. What you got in your car? I've never tried that kind of thing that like you sense it, right? but then there's I'm cool with that I'm cool with that but then there's the other talk are you from here oh how what are you doing here where are you from what are you guys doing here where it's like okay you're getting a little bit like I see where you're going and you're getting a little bit annoying like yes I was raised here no I don't have the accent no I don't look like a typical person that was raised here like can you leave me alone because you're crossing a line I can think of like several specific instances with like so you raised here and I was like, yeah, I'll go ahead and tell them. I was like, yeah, I was born in Mexico, but I've lived here my entire life. I'll just tell them that just to get that whole thing out of the way. They're like, wow, you just don't have the accent. And I'm like, I didn't think I would have a Mexican accent considering I moved here when I was one. I will gladly take the being nice, small talk, but then there's the other small talk and that one I'm just like fake smiling and like I this is why I don't come here and I, I think it requires a certain kind of lived experience and you have to be 
you know, you have to have, yeah, have you had to have some kind of experiences? You just know, you differentiate between like, this person really is a nice, good old country lady with the, you know, cute sayings, and she just really is having a good day and is trying to talk to you. And you're like, fine, yeah. But then, then you can go with the other one. It's like the older, you know, accent white men, and they're like integrating you, Inter- yeah. integrating, <laughs> interrogating. Integrating. <laughs> um, so I have a, a quick anecdote that really has nothing to do with it but I just need to say it because I'm literally just remembering it (laughs) they were they were like oh what's your name and I was like oh it's Dulce and they stared at me and I was like Dulce like I slowed it down and and she goes I'm just gonna call you Dolly Uh, Dolly (laughs) and I just I was just like "Uh, okay if you have a name that's hard to pronounce and you've had this whole talk your entire life people are like you can learn my name it's it's like like Hassan said, like, if you can say Timothy Chalamet and Saoirse Ronan, you can say Dulce. Like, <laughs> And Dulce, I'm so glad you're bringing this up. Now that we are, um, we're getting into so many different topics now. And, you know, in the next upcoming seasons, if people listen to us, we're going to talk a lot about this. One of our seasons is going to be about education. One of our seasons is going to be about tradition. And this season has been a little bit just... I guess of a, a taste of what's to come, but every season will be focused on one big topic. We don't realize what kind of experiences we have or how maybe weird to some, some things are growing up until we start talking about it. Absolutely. Any of these episodes, you guys hear something that you can relate to and you have your own antidote, make sure to send it to us because we definitely want to hear it. We would love to share it. And um, just let us know if you give us permission to share it or not. Thank you so much, everyone, for listening. As always, you can head to our website, to our blog, and read about all the things we reference and a couple of blog posts related to the episodes. And we will see you next time. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to share it and leave us a review. If you have a story you would like to share regarding today's episode, email your story at menosmal.goodness at gmail.com for a chance to be featured on an episode. To hear more from us, head to our blog at www.menos-mal.com. This episode was written and edited by your hosts, Dulce Maciel and Cecilia Maciel Martinez. The theme music for this podcast is by Mario Martinez. This has been a Menos Mal podcast.